0: The budget. That's what we're going to be talking about today, and we've got the guy who wrote the book on it. Hi, I'm Bridget Sullivan Murmell, and I've got a fee-only financial planning practice in Chicago, Illinois.
1: And I'm John Shear. I've got a fee-only financial planning practice in Middleton, Wisconsin. And we're coming to you today live from the ACP Advanced Planners Retreat in Tucson, Arizona. And we're really excited to have Ken Robinson here as our guest. And Ken is the guy that wrote the book. What, what's the exact title of your book, Ken? The book's called Don't Make a Budget, Why It's So Hard to Save Money and What to Do About It. Good. I'm glad that you had that mouthful and not me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is awesome. So I'm mean, really excited to share with our viewers that, that exact topic. I mean, literally wrote the book on how do you save? If you don't have a budget, how do you stay within your spending? Why don't you just kind of tell us some of the tenets of the book and what you what you talk about? Well, I the system that uh, I wrote up, it's just a way to pay yourself
2: first. But uh, I provided specific steps, and uh, it it harks back to when we spent cash a lot of the time. And one way if if what you're spending is actual cash, actual dollar bills from your wallet. It, it's really easy to make sure you don't overspend because when the cash is gone, you know you have to wait until the next payday. So you can see this limited and dwindling resource every time you make a purchase decision. And there's some really good research that says that when you, uh, are making the purchasing decision, if that's at the same time that you're spending the money, you're likely to spend less than if parting with the money happens later on, like when we use a credit card, for example. Well, these days, we're all using cash less and less. There, you know, A lot of people are not using cash at all. So the challenge is, how do you have that same kind of feeling of knowing that it's actual money going out the door? And the answer is pretty simple, you just don't hear about it very often. And that is, it's fine to use credit cards, but just keep them paid off. And what I mean is pay them off every day. And that keeps the, the actual spending happening very close to the time of the spending decision. Um, you know, we, we've all had buyer's remorse. And the sooner you see the money going out the door, the more you're likely to feel uh, feel remorse if you should. If you shouldn't, then it's fine. You'll know I spent on something that meant something to me. And when you're paying off your credit card every day and you're then looking at your bank balance to see how much is left, oh, I've got another you know, seven days before payday and I only have this much left in my bank account. Uh, was that a good idea to buy what I bought today? Well, yeah, it's groceries. I certainly want to eat. It's this You know, in my case, it might be something for my bicycle and, but that means a lot to me and it wouldn't mean a lot to somebody else who doesn't value bicycling as much as I do. So it helps to automatically line up your spending with your own values, not what somebody else thinks, you know, here's the monthly average for (laughs) recreation. No, what does it mean to you? And uh, it's okay. It's also permission to spend if it's spending on something you truly value.
0: I have a quick question on this. So I would think that some bankers in the audience would say, well, what about a debit card? That's what that's for. So why don't you talk about why you recommend using a credit card and then paying it off every day versus just using a debit card? The,
2: the legal protections on debit cards historically are not as generous yeah. <laughs> as the legal protections on, on credit cards. Right. If you If there's a, a charge that for some reason needs to be disputed, on a credit card, uh, you have, I believe it's 60 days to lodge a written objection. And the credit card websites that uh, I'm reviewing make that much easier than it used to be. You can often lodge that official uh, uh, request for a a chargeback online. Uh, The other issue is that when you give somebody a a debit card, that's going immediately uh, out of your bank account. There's no buffer. And if uh, a bad guy, that's the technical financial point.
1: <laughs>
2: if a bad guy gets hold of the debit card number, they're not running up a bill that you can then object to and have zeroed out. They're taking money right out of your account. And the time to respond to that under the law is much shorter than it is with a credit card. Mm-hmm.
1: Ken, when you talk about paying the your credit card daily, I love that concept, mm-hmm. right? You know, kind of almost tying it to the wallet. Is it uh, and so many things are online these days, right? Is it is it going online and making that transfer? Are you talking about physically writing, you know, writing a check on a daily basis? What what is it, or is there any difference between those things in your opinion? Your opinion.
2: I think the difference is in the mind of the consumer and whatever makes the consumer feel more like they've actually parted with, with something of value. They've actually parted with money to have this purchase that that they've just made. That's what they should do. Uh, I know a lot of people, they don't even have a checkbook anymore and it's fine if they pay off the credit card by doing uh, an electronic payment uh, every day. Uh, the the key is that it's something that ties into their feeling of, oh, I've, I don't have as much money as I used to because I made the decision to buy a new bike helmet, to buy this present for someone who is important to me to go out to dinner because I knew I had the money to go out to dinner. Uh, Whatever the spending decision is, the spending experience should be as close in time to that as possible. There's a limit to it. I don't think you need to pay off the credit card every time you charge the credit card and you're making payments six times a day. Mm -hmm. I think once a day is probably uh, enough. And it's certainly a lot better than once a month When you might be saying, now, wait a minute, what was this $70 for? What was this nine and a half dollars for? Because the little things do matter. The little things can add up. Uh, So even if it's a small expense,
0: I like to see it paid every day. Yeah, I love the idea because I feel like it makes it intentional and it makes you conscious. So one of the things that I do different than um, pay my credit card every day is I try to track my eating. Mm -hmm. And because they found that you eat like 15% less or 20% less similar with spending, if you just keep track of it, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're not, you know, similar with spending, you can be like, oh, yeah, this all looks great. And there's no consequence. And then the consequences, you know, weeks or months later, when you actually want to be wake up to it, you know, and so um, that's one of the reasons why I like it is because it's like, okay, be in the moment be intentional right This actually helps you with that.
2: Yeah very conscious decision making is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So many of our spending decisions are unconscious and especially now when there are so many subscription type services, well if it's the the day that your streaming service has charged your credit card, pay it off that day. Don't let it become uh, anonymous in uh, a sea of other unrelated expenses like the car re- the brake job you needed for your car. And then you're not even aware of the streaming subscription. And over time, you may find that, you know what? I, I really am not using that particular streaming service anymore. I'm happy with the other two that I'm paying for or something like that. Or you might decide, you know, I'm getting a lot of joy out of that. And the thing that I uh, really need to decide that I want to cut back on is I'm spending you know all of this uh, money getting coffee on the way to work in the morning, maybe if I just brewed it at the office, it would cost less. And by the way, I've run the numbers. You can brew seven cups of coffee at the office for the cost of one drip coffee at the gourmet coffee house. Okay, I
0: have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, I buy most of my clothes online. And so then I do returns. Okay. So how do you handle that? I'm getting money back from the credit card company or the retailer.
2: You know, I think the the when money is coming back to you, uh, the technical financial planning term for that is that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, and what's going to happen is, as uh, is that, uh, uh, if you uh, ha- if your bank balance is a bit lower than it needs to be, that's just going to make you think more consciously about whatever the next expenses. You could always, when you return it, say, you know what, I've sort of prepaid the forty five dollars, mm-hmm. and so my next forty five dollars of spending on the credit card. I don't need to uh, make the payment for that That because I've already repaid that $45. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's there's no problem with doing that. The key is that when you go beyond it, you want to make sure that your bank balance reflects your spending decisions.
1: One of the things I love hearing you say, Ken, was about how buying bike equipment for you would be a great investment, whereas for me, it would be a terrible investment, even though I might do some of those things, right? It's not. There's no there's fewer absolutes, right? There right. it's it's not well, here's the rule, and that's what you follow. It's no, it's different for all three of us for all the viewers. It's being intentional about what's important to you, right? And then paying attention to it and tying it to that tangibleness. And and this was valuable, you know, when the b- book first came out years ago, but now everything is so subscription-based, right? right. Those things that hide in there, and you know, and ten dollars here. If it was coming out of my pocket, ten dollars a day would be noticeable. When it shows up on my credit card once a month, you tend to forget about those things, right? Paying attention and being being mindful of that, I think that's such a great lesson. Yeah, I and I always say that that if it's that one of the great
2: enemies of keeping your spending under control is the phrase "it's only." You know, it's only three dollars for for that coffee but if you saw three dollars on the sidewalk would you stop to pick it up right and you'd stop to pick up a dollar and most of us would stop to pick up a quarter Mm -hmm. and i think if it's worth stopping to take it's worth thinking about it just for a moment before we decide to give it away and by paying off the credit card every day it's going to get you into that habit of thinking about your spending for just a moment do i want this thing and if the answer is yes then you can go ahead and do it without any guilt
0: Great. So it's a great time to wrap it up. I'm Bridget Sullivan-Mermell. I've got a fee-only financial planning practice in Chicago, Illinois.
1: And I'm John Shearer. I've got a fee financial planning practice in Middleton, Wisconsin. And with us today, we're coming again to you from the ACP Advanced Planners Retreat. We've got Ken Robinson, author of the book, Don't Make a Budget. Why it's so hard to save money and what to do about it. So, and if you like the things that you hear here on our show, we talk about it at the end of every show, but check out acplanners.org to find advisors that think similar to Ken, Bridget, and I.
0: And please subscribe.